Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look over a year of my life to find the geek influences ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week it's 1993! The tit-for-tat killings in Northern Ireland seemed to be getting worse. Men of violence would plant bombs, walk into pubs and clubs with guns or just threaten places where innocent people would be. Infamous bombings in the Shankill Road and in the English town of Warrington, as well as Greysteel, live on today in the memories of those who mourn the victims. But people were working behind the public consciousness. Clergy from all denominations pleading for peace. Politicians were trying to get to the root of the violence and interproductive talks, even giving reassurances to both sides in the Downing Street Declaration. But ordinary people were more than scared now. Ordinary people were determined. Two peace rallies were organised in November and I know many who were among the 3,000 crowd showing their passion for peace. In response, the IRA held a three-day ceasefire over Christmas. The gift of not killing anyone for a few days. Pitiful. But the desire for peace would increase over the next years. I was finishing my engineering studying in Belfast and graduating into a recession. 1993 saw the UK unemployment rise to over 3 million and I was now one of them. I tried to get an engineering job but none were available. I joined a job scheme that would find me a job placement for minimal pay hoping that the company would keep me on after a year. I started off at an engineering company on the Shore Road in Belfast, working on logic gate problems. Over the summer, I was able to go on another PCI outreach team, this time in Belfast at Ravenhill. I had learnt from my mistakes over the previous year and had a far better time, making friends that lasted for years. I threw myself into the teamwork, including when there was a kids' club drama taking apart. The drama had a nautical theme, and my character had to be rescued from the water. So to immerse myself in the role, and unknown to my team, I immersed my head in water before I went on stage for that drowned sailor look. It proved an interesting performance. My life was mostly spent in Belfast, where I had a strong social life. I remember a friend and me going for a late-night walk down the Golden Mile. As we passed a man walking the other way, I stopped. What's up? my friend asked. Hold on, walk past your man over there. I need to check something. We did, and it was Hutch, or David Soule. We didn't get famous people coming to Northern Ireland, just leaving. I later found out that David Soule was over recording a drama for BBC Radio Ulster. My friendship group would still go to the cinema together. I'm not one for Shakespeare, but the all-star version of Much Ado About Nothing, directed by famous person who left Northern Ireland, Kenneth Branagh was great. The screening was full and the only seats we could get were in the front row so we just sat on the floor. Though it didn't turn me on to Shakespeare, I did enjoy the story because I enjoyed the company and I love nothing in the world so much as good company. Other films that year that have stuck with me are Demolition Man with the Three Shells, Groundhog Day, The Three Musketeers, Groundhog Day, the presidential movie Dave, Groundhog Day and Cool Runnings. 
There were two big films of the year. The first was Schindler's List. I've never seen this, knowing how upset I got over a production of Anne Frank Diary. The other, Jurassic Park. My dad had the novel from a book club, so I managed to read it before seeing the movie, and the book was fantastic. During the chapter with the Tyrannosaur attack, the phone rang and I jumped out of my skin. While the movie was visually great, the novel was better, and that that started me reading novels, and I picked up a Star Trek novel, Vendetta, great big thick thing, by Peter David, and enjoyed it immensely, and that led me to more and more novels over the years. My comic reading was waning. I still enjoyed comics, but not the comics that were presented to me. Excalibur had been a favourite of mine for a long time, but when Alan Davis finished his great run with Days of Future Yet to Come, it wasn't the same. The X-crossover Fatal Attractions just seemed like a money grab with a holographic cover. The only interesting thing was after Magneto ripped the adamantium from Wolverine's bones, he still had his claws which were previously thought to be an addition from Weapon X. Spider-Man was becoming uninteresting, with Maximum Carnage not hitting the spot for me. I did get to read a friend's copy of Reign of Superman and Nightfall. While Cheers left us, we got Wallace and Gromit with the wrong trousers and the time travel comedy romance, Good Night Sweetheart. And listener, if you ever get the chance to see the Doctor Who 30th anniversary special, Dimensions in Time, that crossed over with the Soap EastEnders, Just don't. Just don't. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, and on Facebook at MarksMessPodcast. And thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Next time, 1994!